Welcome to the Become a Unique Podcast, Episode 1. Welcome. Let me first give you a brief overview of the Becoming Unique Podcast before I jump into today's topic of yamas. And if you are saying, what the heck are yamas? Hold on tight. You will find out in just a few. My name is Unique. Yep, that's my real name. Thanks to my parents. Becoming Unique. Becoming Unique does not just represent me, Unique, but it represents everyone ready to step into the unique, one-of-a-kind version of ourselves. A lot of us are just existing out here, and I can say this from experience. We are out here just flowing with the routine that life is dictating to us. Go to work, pay bills, do errands, and then repeat. Then those moments of free time, we scroll through social media and look at perfect bodies, perfect skin, perfect hair, perfect kids, perfect workout plans, which is all unconsciously brainwashing us. Because when you want to post a picture of yourself, you are now comparing yourself to those perfect images that flow through your newsfeed. Then you have this unconscious voice that tells you that you are not enough. It may not say those exact words, but it will say, when I lose 15 pounds, I'll post a gym pic. Wait a minute, let me add a filter to my face so I can feel comfortable with looking at the camera. Or maybe you flip through 100 selfies to never post any. Society is creating our narrative and it's time that we take our power and create our own narrative. Okay, so today I want to start to lay down the roots of the foundation of the Becoming Unique podcast. With laying down the foundation, I will be discussing the eight limbs of yoga. Let me break this down. A lot of us may know or understand yoga to be a physical practice, but in reality, yoga is an ethical practice. It's the foundation, kind of like the Ten Commandments. The physical aspect of yoga is just one limb of the eight limbs of yoga, which is called asana. So with laying down the foundation, I will discuss one of the eight limbs once a month over the next eight months. So now here is where you get to learn about yamas because that's the first principle of the eight limbs of yoga. So yama means restraint. And it's broken down into five parts. One, nonviolence. Two, truthfulness. Three, non-stealing. Four, non-excess. Five, non-possessiveness. These five guidelines may seem simple to understand on the surface, but with yoga, it's deeper. So I will break down each one so you can have a better understanding of the deeper meaning. The first yama is nonviolence. And I know most of you guys are thinking out there like, I got this, I'm not violent. I'm not going out there beating people up. I'm not being hostile in this world. And yes, that may be true, but like I said with yoga, it's deeper. First, we must look into ourselves to find subtle ways in which we are violent with ourselves through thoughts and habits. 
So everything starts with the inside. So we have to be mindful and aware of what's going on in our mind to make sure it's in a nonviolent state because in turn, it can turn into a violent outcome. We need to be mindful of our self-care because if our habits are not in a mindful state of taking care of ourselves, it can turn out in a violent way on the outside. So someone could do something to you at work and you didn't like what they did to you. And then all of a sudden, you may not react to it physically to them, but you're having violent thoughts in your mind. You're thinking negative thoughts about them. You're thinking maybe wishful thinking of bad things happening to them. That's violence building in your mind. And with doing that, you're, you're building more harm on you than you are on the other person. I, I know you guys have heard the saying before, you know, holding a grudge is like holding luggage. The only person that's feeling it is you. So we need to be mindful on what's going on inside of us and making sure that it's not in a violent tone because in turn, like I said, it can become violence on the outside. With self-care, we need to make sure we're getting enough rest. Guess what? When we don't get enough rest, we're cranky, we're angry, we may lash out on people. Again, it's presenting violence. So that's one way of looking deeper into the violence aspect. Another way is with non-violence, we need to be mindful that we bring no harm to any living being. And with yoga or yogis, you may realize that a lot of yogis are vegan or vegetarian, and that's because they don't want to bring harm onto animals. Because in our actions of eating meat, it's now, if we're being mindful, we're killing an animal so we could put meat on our plate so we can eat when we have other options. Another example of not bringing harm to any living being is killing a mosquito. I heard this scenario on, um, on YouTube. It's like you, a mosquito gets in your house and you want to kill it, but instead of killing it, Put a screen in your window. Be mindful on what you can do to protect yourself from that mosquito so you don't resort in killing it. So these are just some ways of bringing non-violence into your world outside of like the surface of you saying, I'm not killing anybody. I'm not hurting anybody. So I'm not. So I already got this in the bag. No, there are inside thoughts and energy happening that we need to be mindful of. So in turn, if we are kind to ourselves, others will feel. And if we are violent to ourselves, others will feel it. When I say violent to yourself, it can mean a lack of self-care. You are not getting enough sleep or you are not nourishing your body. Those actions can come off in negative effects. So in the end, compassion. Compassion to yourself, compassion to others will, will bring the results of non-violence. So the first principle in the first yama is non-violence. Let's move on to the second principle in yamas. 
Okay, we are up to the second principle or part of yama, and that is called truthfulness. Truthfulness brings integrity to our lives. We need to be real with ourselves. Self-expression over self-indulgence. Growth over need to belong. Truth has a boldness to it, and it leads us to freedom. Let me repeat that one more time. Truth has a boldness to it, and it leads us to freedom. Being truthful can save you from suffering in the long run. Honor where you are at. Honor where you are at. If you guys have ever taken a yoga class or take yoga on the regular, I think you can say a lot of teachers make that statement in their class. They say, honor where you are at. And I have to be truthful with myself in class. Yes, for example, I can do a headstand, but sometimes my body is not in the mood for a headstand. So I have to honor it and not do it. So we have to remember that, like honor where your body is at. Don't always feel like you need to push the limits because the person next to you is doing it. Be truthful with yourself. Honor where you are You are at. So I have an example on with being truthful or honest with yourself. You go into the shoe store and you see a shoe that you really, really, really want, that you really, really, really like. But the unfortunate part is they only have one size too small. You still try the shoe on. You can get your foot in the shoe technically. So now you have a choice to make. Are you going to be honest with yourself and say, you know what, I technically can't fit this shoe and I'm going to be honest with myself and let it go? Or do you move forward with telling yourself whatever you need to tell yourself to get the shoe? So if you decide that you're gonna get the shoe, that you really, 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 really want it, every time you wear the shoe, you are going to be very uncomfortable and in those moments of uncomfort it's stealing from the moment that you're in so you can be at an amazing event everyone's dancing and having fun but you are in these very uncomfortable shoes that are really 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 hurting you so you can't enjoy the moment because the only thing you could think about is like oh my goodness my feet hurt or you may get the shoe and it just sits in your closet because you never put it on because it's technically too small and it hurts every time you wear it. So now this is money wasted. But if we would have made the decision at the beginning to be honest with ourselves that, you know what, I really do like this shoe, but I need to be honest with myself. This shoe doesn't fit me and I have to let it go. That's what truthfulness is. Understanding that you need to be honest with yourself and know what the truth is instead of running with the ego or running with other emotions to get something that may not belong to you at that moment. So that's just an example on understanding truthfulness. But like I say with yoga, everything is just so much deeper than the surface. But let's move on to the next point. Okay, so we make it to the third principle in the yamas, and this is non-stealing. This is another one that people may think they have in the bag. 
girl, I don't steal. I pay for everything I get. I don't steal nothing. I never stole anything a day in my life. But with yoga, it's deeper. You know, it's not just about stealing from others, which we should not do. It's also about stealing from the earth. It's stealing from ourselves. And we steal from ourselves with self-sabotaging talk as if we're not good enough, lack of belief, low self-esteem, judgment, criticism. All of these are, are part of stealing. If you are busy judging or criticizing someone else, you are stealing time and effort that could be put into you. So I have a personal story to share in reference to the non-stealing principle. I was doing this online challenge. It was a smoothie challenge. And basically I had to like make and drink my smoothie every day by 11 o'clock. And I was in a group of people and we had to post this like video picture of us like drinking our smoothie by 11 o'clock each day. So this particular day, um, I had like eight breakfast early, so I wasn't um, on track with drinking my smoothie. So, but I told myself, I was like, I'll make sure I'll get my smoothie pitcher in before 11 o'clock. So I pick up my phone and I see that a friend had DM me somebody's page. So I go into the DM and it was a celebrity's page, but I, did, I no longer follow that celebrity. And I went to their page. So now I'm stalking the celebrity's page. Um, so I'm stalking the celebrity's page and I'm analyzing, I'm criticizing, I'm zooming in on pictures and I'm spending so much energy on this woman's page that I lost track of time. And then when I realized the time, it was like 1101, I was like, oh my goodness, I missed my, um, my smoothie challenge check-in because I spent so much energy worrying about someone that's not thinking about me with you know criticizing in whatever type of way like oh those shoes i don't know if i like it with that outfit you know that type of criticizing um i was stealing from myself so then it put me back in the ch it, you know it took me away from the challenge that i was just like doing so well in because i was spending my time and effort worrying and criticizing someone else that that has no effect in my life. So we need to be mindful of all these activities because energy that we're wasting into other people could be put into ourselves. And then we also need to be mindful, you know, how we are stealing from other people if we are running late to a meeting. Now we are stealing time for the people that were on time for that meeting. For the, now we are stealing time from the people that were sitting there on time for that meeting that was waiting for us. So again, this is just the deeper level into stealing. We don't have to physically like take something from someone to be stealing. We can be stealing on so many different levels. Okay, now we make it to the fourth principle of yamas and that is non-excess. Now, this one could have a couple of meanings um, in the sense of the yoga community. It can mean abstinence, walking with God. And the way I'm going to talk about it today, it's going to be letting go of excess and living in the limits of enough. 
So do we really need 20 pair of shoes in our closet or is one enough? You know, it's kind of playing around with that thought. It's just like, especially in 2020, like just, we need everything. We need a shoe for every, you know, something for every season. And we need 15 of them where in reality, one shoe is enough. So just thinking deeper on how you can declutter your life by having less, because in the reality, less is more. Reserving your energy, setting up boundaries, deciding where your energy will go. So these are other parts of, you know, non-excessness. You know, if you're giving your energy out to everything, you're not reserving it. Like you're just, it's just everywhere. So in reference to non-excess, I'm not going to elaborate too, too much on this one, but just sum it up with letting go of excess and living in the limits of enough. Let's move on to our last principle of yamas. And that is non-possessiveness, non-attachment, non-grasping, being able to let go. So non-possessiveness is non-attachment, being able to let go. And of course, letting go of materialistic things we may understand, but it's also letting go of sometimes emotions that we're holding on to learn to forgive and forget you know because when we're holding on to all of that stuff that's a lot of baggage on us so don't hold on to all of these old emotions thinking about when you were in second grade and someone stole your pencil and now you don't like that person and you're holding on to that energy and you don't need to do that. You know, we are focusing on making ourselves lighter and happy and holding on to all of that baggage is not going to make it's not going to help us get there. So letting go of being attached to so many things. A lot of people are very territorial about what they have. You need to understand you need to be okay with letting go. It frees us in life, and then we can start to really appreciate life. So to conclude, we just went over yamas. I hope you guys have a understanding of what yamas is now, if you didn't already know. And yamas has five principles attached to it, which are nonviolence, truthfulness, non-stealing, non-excess, and non-possessiveness. So yeah, let's give ourselves an applause. So technically, guys, you can practice yoga every single day because people in the Western culture think that yoga is doing the physical activity, which is your asanas, but that's absolutely not true. Yoga has eight limbs to it, and you can start off with the first limb, which is your yamas. We need to... Make sure we're practicing every day to be nonviolent, truthful, non-stealing, non-excess, and non-possessive. And guess what? If we all do this, the world will be such a more peaceful place. (laughs) Thank you guys for tuning in to the first episode of Becoming Unique podcast. 
The Becoming Unique podcast is going to be a complete lifestyle channel. Every week we're going to be talking about something different. I'm not going to just be talking about the eight limbs of yoga. I just thought that I just thought starting off with the eight limbs of yoga is a great foundation to let you guys know the type of mindset that we're going to have over here at Becoming Unique. It's going to be a positive, uplifting podcast that's going to be all about growth and information, being informative. So make sure you guys tune in every week to see what I have in store for you guys. I'm so excited and I'm excited that you're here with me. Make sure you press the subscribe button, leave a review. Thank you. And I will be talking with you guys next week. See ya. Bye.